Hi, everybody. This is the Ministry Dude. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. This comes in video, or you can listen to it on your favorite platform, Apple, Google, etc. My name is Mark. Today, we want to wish everybody a happy Good Friday. That's the day that uh, Jesus died for us. He shed his blood to save us all from sin. If you're a Christian, then you know a lot about Good Friday. If you're not a Christian, we invite you to join us. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about finances. Now, my next few podcasts are going to be talking about finances. Because, you know, finances, a lot of people don't like to talk about it. You know, if even if they're struggling with their finances, they really don't seek help, which they should. Because, you know, the money is mentioned in the Bible, what, over 2,000 times. So it's got to be really important. And we all need to get our finances together. You know, people are struggling today. And, you know, life is just, it's tough. And, you know, they don't budget their money like they should. And then they run into, you know, money problems at the end of the month. There's there's too much month at the end of the money. You know what I mean? So we're going to talk a little bit about something that we've been seeing on, you know, I've seen it on TikTok and a few other things. It's called cash stuffing. First, let's read a couple of Bible passages, shall we? Oh, we got a text message coming. <laughs> 1 Timothy 6.10 For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Romans 13.7 Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If you owe revenue, then revenue. If you owe somebody respect, then respect them. Honor them. If you owe them honor, then honor them. Now, we've come across something about cash stuffing. It's, you know, it's this concept where you take cash. You know, we got $120 here. And you uh, put it in an envelope and you mark it, whatever you're going to put on it. This is our mad money. All right, now we got another one here. This one right here. This is our opportunity fund. This is kind of the concept, really. We use kind of like a hybrid method of this, and I'll explain it to you a little bit later. But basically, what you do is you you got different envelopes for different, you know, Whatever you need to pay every month. Like if you got your mortgage, you put that in the one envelope, your groceries, credit cards, all that stuff. Everything goes in a separate envelope. You know, the the con it's been around for a while, the concept has. It's just recently became popular. People are pushing it on uh, I've seen it on TikTok, I've seen it on Facebook, I've seen it on MSN too. You know, one lady claims that she paid off tens of thousand dollars of debt in one year. You know, but then that's that's how really how they get you to read into the story. It's just really actually all that I see it is, is it's just an ad to get you to buy their stuff is what it is really. So we really can't for say for sure if it really works or not. But you know the concept is good. Basically, what it means you have to spend no more cash than what you set aside for each category. What you do is you put. Cash in envelopes, 
you know, you can put them in a nice looking folders, whatever, you know. Some people claim that using credit card and debit cards, it's easy to lose track of how much you spent. You accumulate debt and you derail your budget. But cash, on the other hand, comes with built-in guardrails. Once it runs out, you can't spend anymore. You know, you, what it consists of is breaking down your monthly income into designated spending categories for wants, needs, debit payments, and savings. The general rule of thumb is 50% for of your income for needs, 30% for wants, and 20% for savings. You know, you label the envelopes. When you get your paycheck, you take out enough cash to stuff into each pouch you've labeled. As you spend the money throughout the month, the cash in each pouch will slowly diminish. What's important here is to make sure the pouch doesn't become empty before the end of the month. And you repeat this every month and adjust your budget as necessary. It can be used for tracking all areas of your spending, or you can pair it with regular credit and debit card spending, such as to save for a specific goal or to pay down debt. That's the the part that we use. We use some cash, credit, and debit cards, and checks. So, now let's come back to reality about the lowdown on cash stuffing. Just like anything else, it has good and bad points. And this isn't the best thing since sliced bread. It may work for some, but be a nightmare for others. So everyone needs to study it and determine if it's their life if it fits their lifestyle. Now here's the pros and cons of cash stuffing. Now it can increase your awareness of spending. It gives you a tan- tangible view of your finances and spending habits. You know, in turn, it can give you a better understanding of where you spend too much and where you can commit more of your income. You focus on using it for Payments instead of credit cards because you're likely to rack up credit card debt. It can help increase financial, ease financial stress by planning your spending ahead of time each month. Now, here's some cons about it. Here's some of the stuff that I don't like about it. You know, you carry cash around in your pocket or an envelope or in a briefcase or whatever. It makes you a target, you know, because if somebody sees you in a store, but a bunch of cash in an envelope, you know, and there's a lot of, you know, shady people around. You know, you spend the money in the store, you still got some left in the envelope. Or maybe you got two or three envelopes, would you, because you're doing some shopping that day. And somebody spots you spending that money, well, you know, who's to say that you don't get robbed, you know? You can always get hurt, too, you know, especially if you don't want to give your money up. You know, somebody can pull a gun on you or a knife. You know, it's also very time-consuming. You know, you got to put all these... Envelopes and the categories, you know, you got to write out what they are for. Once you got to go to the bank, you got to take the money out. You know, it's, it, it's, and it's also tempting to overspend a lot of cash too, you know. You know, it qu- requires a certain amount of commitment. You know, you got to keep a set amount of cash in different pouches and not take it all out at once or move cash from one pouch to another. You know, you could also be missing out on potential interest earning. You know, there's an opportunity cost that comes with keeping your money in cash instead of putting it into a bank account or investing it. In high inflation, in a high inflation environment, earning interest can help you keep up with rising prices. Now, this method is good for some people. For outlining a budget on a spreadsheet might not be enough to keep to a spending habit. It's easy to put that spreadsheet in a drawer or close the tab on your computer. But when your money is physically distributed, 
According to a budgeted plan, you'll always remain aware of your spending. Now, there's no guarantee that cash stuffing will stop you from overspending. You still have to commit to leaving the distributed cash in its respective pouches and taking out only a bit at a time. You know, I mean, we used to have this problem too, you know. Excuse me, you got money in your pocket, you want to spend it, right, Abby? See? You know, it might. I think what is, it's better to have all your money in a bank account instead of in cash. You know, just like any other budgeting method, it's a way to plan out your spending and keep track of your expenses. It, while it can be helpful to reduce overspending and limit credit card debit, is it, the downside is you're missing out on, on the protection and yields offered by bank accounts. It's not really the holy grail of budgeting and doesn't mean to be exclusive, though. You can use it for some spending areas while also keeping some of your money in a bank account. <coughs> There's also budgeting apps and other tools that you can use. Now, budgeting apps, in my opinion, I'm really not a fan of budgeting apps because, you know, you got to tie your bank account to them. And, you know, what if your phone gets stolen and it gets hacked or whatever? You know, somebody gets to your cash. I see it all the time. You know, now what we do is we do kind of like a hybrid method. You know, we put cash in an envelope every month and we call it our opportunity fund, you know, like if something happens, our car breaks down, you know, it's an opportunity to keep us from stressing out. Or maybe we got a chance to buy something really inexpensive that we need, you know, we can buy that. You know, that's that's the way it goes when, you know, you got a little bit of cash saved up. Now, another thing we do is we pay all our bills with credit cards, debit cards, or checks. All right. Now, with credit cards, we've got two or three credit cards we use because we get cash back, you know. I mean, you think, well, you know, what's the big deal about that? Well, cash back, you say you spend X amount of dollars every month and you get X amount back in, you know, cash rewards <coughs> or even cash points like that you can use to spend. You can use that money to buy things that you need. It's like getting free money every month. Now, there's some places where we use, you know, we pay with check because like our utility company, they charge a, a percentage to pay online, you know, like a, it's like a 3% fee, I think, or something. Whereas if, you know, like you've got a, a two or $300, you know, electric bill, you know, that's 5 or $6. You know, how much does it cost to write a check out, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it? What is it, 50, 60 cents? So you're saving money right there. And we use credit cards to pay off all our other bills. And then at the end of the month, we pay off all the credit cards. And if we have any excess in the credit cards that we've spent, and we put money towards that and pay that off too, so we pay down our debt, we pay off all of our wants and needs at the end of the month, plus we pay off any excess that we have. Like, you know, say we had a already had a credit card the account was, you know, 100 bucks more than what we really spent for that month. So we'd pay that off. If we had any money left, we'd pay that extra $100. So, so we're not building up debt. We're paying it off, you know, or like you've got a a car payment, you know, you can pay a little bit to it every month. Or if you've got a, a mortgage payment, you can pay a little bit on the principal every month. You know, work to pay down your debt. 
But, you know, credit cards and debit cards are a good way to earn cash back on stuff you, that you uh, buy every day. You know, that's that's what we use. And it works out fine for us, you know. You just got to, it's just like anything else. You got to discipline yourself. You know, there's hundreds of ways that you can budget your money. You know, you can go to our website, ministrydo.com. Visit my website. And we have a, you know, a, something you can sign up for. Oh, man, I'm losing track. <coughs> my sinuses are getting all plugged up. I'm losing my train of thought here. You go Visit our website. I've got a little course that you can sign up for. Or you can even give me a call. You know, we can coach you on how to better manage your finances. You know, if I can do it, my wife can do it, and the grandkids can do it, and anybody can do it. Because we used to just spend money like crazy, you know, and then we wonder why we never had no money at the end of the month or, you know, we was always coming up short. I mean, I remember years ago, we used to borrow money from those cash advance places. I'm telling you, 50, 75% interest is no way to live your life. You, you got to get out of this rut, let me tell you. This is Mark, the ministry dude. I'm signing off for today. Happy Good Friday, everybody. And we'll see you again in our next money episode. Thanks and have a blessed Good Friday.